consider yourself normal, then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals Show. and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. Good. That sounds good. Are you making like a, a soup or something? Getting ready to make a roux or something? No, I think I'm just going to, I've got some zucchinis too. I think I'm just going to saute all that stuff up and make some brown rice to go with it. Uh, gotcha. well, not too fancy, easy. No, but it sounds so good. It does. And you know, you can change the taste of of that so easy with just a, a sauce or a, a spice or something. But who would want to? Mm. Sounds good. You can put that in anything. You can make that a roux for soup. Oh, yeah. You can put it in a burrito. <laughs> you can turn it into a casserole. You can do anything with that. I, I tell you what, it smells like it smells like Bell Share mm. without the without the beer. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that in a long time. You are right. Because remember, there was that vendor there that that did the uh, was it Philly cheesesteaks, but he would. Yeah. Grill up these onions and peppers, mm-hmm. and it just mm. would permeate the place. Yeah, it smelled great. <laughs> Man, you sent my brain flying. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's where I've been the last few days. Just overthinking. Not really. Well, yeah, flying brain syndrome. It's not really. I'm not really overthinking. I'm just going fast, and it's like I need to slow down a little bit. And because it it keeps me up. Last night I had insomnia, and it just oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I get it since COVID. I never had it that one time in my life before COVID, but now I get it. You know, maybe once a week on average, and uh, oh. it just I know what I need to do to get back to sleep is I need to hear some white noise and concentrate on this white noise sound, and it'll knock me out. But if when I'm following a trail of thought, nothing else exists. Do you ever do that? Sometimes, and not often, though. I can almost always, if I wake up and, you know, I've got something troubling me, I can almost always let that go and go back to sleep. It's, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? It is, considering, well, everything that you face, you know, from people you're helping and working with and and responsibilities that you have, everything you face, it's amazing you're not up all the time. But, yeah, I get that. And usually when I have insomnia, it's not a worry thing because when I'm worried, it seems like I, I go to sleep. Then I just want to avoid it and not think about something. But but when I have insomnia it's or when I can't sleep because of my brain, let's put it that way, it's usually because of curiosity. 
more than anything. Oh, yeah. And and I don't I, I don't know. I will I'll get to this point in my sleep where I start to I'm right in between deep dreaming and still awake. And Ooh. it's just like a weird kind of in between place. And my brain will just go for a trip and just kind of walk around to this subject, you know, whatever has been on my mind. And it's it's really stupid stuff. It's like I was thinking about robot vacuums, the little round robot vacuums. Uh-huh. And I had planned on talking to you about them anyway, because I kind of knew what you'd say about them. You go, robot vacuums, uh-uh. You know, did you never see Wally? And and the thing is, is I that led me thinking about your point of view on that or what I thought would be your point of view. OK, because I don't actually know that's your point of view and how they could be helpful. And it led me to this whole brain thing about robots and humans and robots place in the human environment and where robots were going to, and the whole thing about AI and how it's been around forever. It's just really easy to use now. And I was thinking about how if my mother would find Alexa okay to, to interact with, she could, there are a lot of ways she could make her life a lot easier. What way? Uh, just about every way. You can set it up if you decide to. You can set it up to listen to you so that if you fall, it will it will detect that and do what oh, you tell. Oh, yeah, that's good. You can set some of them up, not necessarily Alexa, but there are some apps and some phones and some in-between devices, peripheral devices, if you will, that are bio devices and they detect when you've had a heart attack or if your blood pressure is dangerously high or if your sugar's out of control. Um, that's a good use of, of technology. And then there are the robotic vacuums that got me started on all of this. And that's, <laughs> I, I, I think they are great for people with disabilities. And, you know, I do. My mom, my mom is weird about floors. She wants them very clean and, Unfortunately, though, I'm not there all the time, and she doesn't see that well. And a robot vacuum that would go and vacuum for her uh, would be, I think, a good thing for her. You can uh, you can set them with a timer so that she would know not to be wandering around when the vacuum was on. Oh, yeah. Well, she could hear it anyway. But, yeah, and as far as the A-L-E-X-A goes, um, she could... Basically, you can ask it any question and it'll attempt to give you an answer. Uh, she could have it read uh, instructions on how to cook things. You know, she gets a bo box of something or a, a can of something. It'll She can have it read it to her. Speaking of, she could have it read to her. It could read huh. the news to her. It could read books to her. Uh, she could, uh, you know, there's so many things. She could make a list with it or multiple lists with it or send messages with it make phone calls with it instead of having to try and find a phone and then figure out which buttons to use to, to make the phone call. She could just say, call Alicia, and uh -huh. it call, you know, so there, there are ways it can assist you if you can handle the thought of it being there. 
And and right now she can't. She doesn't like that idea at all. And I keep trying to tell her, just like I told my dad a long time ago, there's no such thing as privacy. She's already if 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 somebody wanted to listen in on her for whatever reason, they could do it and she would never know it. But the point I make with that is why would they bother? What has she done besides live? Nothing, you see? So why not use it? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm just I'm just thinking, um I I um, agree with the Wally scenario. I do. Well, but if you're gonna have machines and we've had machines since we figured out how to pick up a rock and bust another rock to make mm -hmm. it usable. Yeah. If you're gonna have machines, have them do the stuff that's onerous. Right. Have them vacuum. Who the hell wants to vacuum? Exactly. exactly. So let them do that. But don't let them create art and literature. Right. That's well see, that's my brain got there really fast during all yeah. of this was well what where is that line, that demarcation where you say, I can handle this, but this is too far. Well, I think again, uh, that's probably gonna be something each individual person has to decide for themselves. Like some yeah. people just love the idea of having a totally computer AI house where, you know, you pick up your cell phone at work, your smartphone at work, and you say, all right, I'm going to, I'll be home at this time, uh, get the water on to be boiling to make the pasta, you know, all that stuff, mm -hmm. real genuine time-saving devices. Yeah. I can, I can see that. I mean, my thing about the little uh, robot vacuum, because mm -hmm. my daughter has one. Yeah. It. It's quiet. It's quieter than a vacuum, a vacuum cleaner. It's yeah. quieter. It's not and as thorough as a human. And and if you are um, if you are somebody who works away from home, and if you are somebody who has animal companions, yeah, it is very nice to have a little vacuum that's just going to keep mm -hmm. constantly vacuuming up the mess of dog and cat hair that is all over your damn house. Right. I so, I got I got one. I ain't got a problem with that. it. Really? I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Um I got one many years ago when I had multiple cats in the house and it ran every day. And the thing about the robot vacuums is they're not as good as a human because they they won't be able to pick this thing up and go back behind this other thing, you know. So they basically just vacuum the big paths in your house but that's uh -huh. where most of the of the dust is created anyway on door thresholds and in bedrooms and stuff like that and it'll go and, you know it, it'll get itself out of a lot of problems it can roll over things and and you know get itself out of weird corners and stuff like that it takes forever so it would take a, a thousand square foot home depending on how cluttered it was and how much space was available, it'd probably take it an, an hour or two to vacuum where, where a human would just go through it in 20 minutes and right. still probably do a better job. But then yeah. again, as an, as a human, I never did vacuum every day and I'm not, a, I'm not too embarrassed to admit that, but every day, good God. Yeah. I mean, why would I? Guess I? there are people that do that. I'm not one of them. There I don't are. vacuum at all. I don't vacuum because it's too noisy. You sweep. So Joe vacuums and I sweep. Yeah. Well, that's a yep. good that's a good system. You, and I've been to your house and it looks really clean. Your floors are clean. 
I would walk on your floors barefooted. That's my litmus test on That's your criteria. <laughs> would I let my little prince's feet touch the floor? <laughs> but but yeah, so these these robot vacuums are good for that. But the AI stuff, the art, even though I know it's been able to do it for a while, it really creeps me out. And and it bothers me how it uh how it it never gives credit to where it got its ideas from or it's in never. It never gives credit to that. So I know that your photographs, my photographs, it's these AI things have already gone through and they've already read all of that stuff and, and put it into their banks, if you will. And that's what they draw on when when people tell them to, you know, create a piece of art. Let's go make a stained glass refrigerator and see what it looks like. Well, it, it might look really cool, but but how did we get to this point? Is yeah, well, I've had a complaint about soulless art mm -hmm. since I could define what that meant to me. So, uh, Mr. Nappy Hair Boy, what's his name, um, who does yeah. the the painting show oh bob ross bob ross excellent technique infallible mm -hmm. technique no soul you can feel it everything is just color on a canvas so i've had problems with soulless art for a long long time is it and is it because of the quantity that they put it out no is it's that just that you look at it and there's nothing to it okay it's i call the, that motel art Yes, it's the difference between uh, eating a little Debbie cake and a cake that is made with real ingredients oh. that okay. really has a nutritional value and satisfies you. Oh, cakes satisfy me a lot of times, whether they're a little on Debbie cakes. <laughs> do what? Little Debbie cakes do, or oh yeah, I, oh, okay. if I want if I want something sweet. That's that's got some sugar in it. They always oh, have sugar in it. Hell yeah, it's got some sugar in it, all right. Yep, yep. I remember when I was in high school and I was first, you know, learning to be a vocalist. I was I always had allergies, as you know, and in the springtime everybody gets clogged up around here, and I did too. And I remember being taught to drink a regular Coke, a regular Coke, and it'll melt that stuff off of your, the back of your throat oh it's yeah like, it will can't imagine and it'll uh, clean your toilet too yeah and it will melt your teeth if you have any teeth left after you drink a bunch of it you, can, you know they did that experiment that time where they took that tooth and dropped it in a, a coffee cup of coca-cola and it just melted the tooth <laughs> it just disappeared <laughs> so anyway but yeah the, so so you see how my brain just kind of goes hither and yon and and, uh -huh. and, and and I'll pull in all these little pieces of trivia or little things that I remember from maybe a book I read a few years ago or a conversation and that, keeps that you I awake. Had. That keeps you awake just searching your own memory banks. Yeah, it's a it's a it's it's odd because it's not it is it's thoughts that are keeping me up. But these thoughts are driven by an emotion, which is curiosity. So, yeah, yeah, 
I, I'm, I'm sometimes I think I'm too curious for my own good because I never stop wondering. <laughs> I, I never stop. I never do. I never go, well, this is what it is. You know, I always just want to know the answers or at least get as close to them as I can sometimes. <laughs> anyway, right now I want 10 degrees warmer outside and I'd be sitting outside. Oh, okay, because it wasn't bad. I just, you know, we went to the grocery store this morning, like we often do on a Wednesday, and it was it was not bad. I had on a jacket though. Yeah, it's not quite sitting on the porch weather. Play music on the porch day is in August of this year. I think it's uh, maybe August twenty sixth. National Play Music on the Porch Day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'll find out and let everybody know for sure. It's just something that, it's it's a movement. Let's just say it's a movement. Speaking of playing music, why don't you tell us how it went for you over in Bristol on Saturday night? Oh, well, let me tell you. Selby showed up looking like a rock star. He had, I mean, he did. And I showed up looking like me, but at least we coordinated in our colors and as as far as i can tell it went pretty well the folks in tennessee are so nice and so polite that you know i think they would have applauded anyway but we we got a lot of applause and on my way out three or four people and that's no joke stopped me to say how much they enjoyed it and say things about my voice and stuff like that which is always nice so, and Kanjo came and sat in with a song, uh, one, maybe two songs. No, one song for sure, and maybe more than that. So I can't hardly remember, but it was oh, great. Oh, that's wonderful. It was. And then, you know, afterwards, because we were early people in the marathon. Marathon started at 12 noon, and we were there. Our show, or our part of it, was at 5. And so we were done by 6. And uh, some of them hung around a little bit, but we went to this amazing restaurant in Bristol called, uh, it was, it's, oh, Vivian's, Vivian's Table. And it was, yeah, and it was uh, right in the middle of town beside the country music, birthplace of country music museum and Uh in, in the lobby of the Bristol Hotel. And man, if you want some really good food, that's the place. It was just a nice atmosphere. It wasn't such a huge place where it was just, you know, mass produced. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, some of the boys had swordfish that looked amazing. And uh, I had I had some spinach stuffed ravioli. Oh. And it was sautéed with a bunch of uh, vegetables and little pieces of ribeye. Oh my goodness, that sounds wonderful. It was. It was really good, and it was well done. And they brought out, you know, charcuterie trays, and uh, they had a appetizer that was trout dip. And I know that sounds disgusting. No, it does. It's delicious. I love uh, trout. Was it, it smoked, was. smoked trout dip. I think so. I'm not uh-huh. sure, but I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. And so we, it took about two hours to eat dinner, to eat supper and, and two hours sitting around a table with people that you really care about. And we just didn't have any pressure on us. And we just 
enjoyed ourselves, and it was like manna in the desert. Oh, I'm so glad. I, I can't tell you how good I felt coming back. And the weather all the way there was beautiful, so the drive was beautiful, and the people were just smiley and nice, the ones that we saw anyway. And the food was great with our friends. And, uh, you know, on the drive back the next day, we saw some interesting things. You know, we saw one of those places that sells concrete outdoor statuary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yard art or whatever you want to call it. And So you stayed over Saturday night. Oh, yeah. That's good. I worried oh, yeah. about y'all coming back. That's a yeah, long no. drive late at night. Yeah, no, we all we all decided to to stay, and I think Selby stayed an extra night or something with his girls. But uh, on the yeah. way back, we just took our time and all of that. And this yard art place popped up, and the guy had really beautiful statuary, including the Sasquatches that he had there, <laughs> and he had some morels that looked like, and I'll crow this out, but they looked just like <laughs> plugs. No. <laughs> <laughs> did you go morel hunting last week um yeah it was too early the, on your birthday Aww, yeah it was too yeah early. so and i don't know what's going to happen this week i think the the tiny little flush that was there a few days ago friday i guess the tiny little flush that came up is gone right now because the nights are just too cold so yeah. You know, hopefully we'll get another flush of the yellows because they're the main ones that are good to eat. The Or I guess they call them the grays. Hopefully. Hopefully we haven't messed up the whole season, but I don't know. I mean, this weather is so strange. Some pretty crazy weather. Yeah, it has been. What they're going through out west is unreal. Just unreal. Holy moly. No yep. kidding. Yep. And mom was talking to a strawberry farmer a couple of days ago who told her that she had, he had, excuse me, he had never seen his strawberries ready to pop out so early. He said, if, if things keep going the way they're going in two weeks, he will have strawberries on his plants. Can you believe that? It can't. That's, that's weird. Yeah. It's, it's, way too early is what it is and so and i say it's weird because my strawberries hadn't bloomed yet here I don't but know i'm going to be in two weeks i'm going to be harvesting radishes and bok choy yeah you are and, 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 I, could, and, and I could be harvesting uh green onions right now well i kind of thought that in two weeks you'd be traveling traveling and, yeah, exactly in two weeks i could be doing that except i'm going to be in edinburgh scotland Oh, you poor thing. I know. It's it's pathetic, isn't it? Yeah. I did. You know, listen, because I love you so much, if you <laughs> want me to, I'll, I'll go on that trip for you and you can stay home and, and harvest your uh, radishes and stuff. What do you think? Well, girl, don't you, <laughs> wish it, don't you wish it could work that way? Because number one, you I couldn't swap my flight out with you. I know it would be nice. And number two, you could not come on pretending you were Byron Ballard without all the credentials necessary. Uh, well, that's true. And number three, you could not leave your mother for 11 days. So, well, I could if you were taking care of her. <laughs> <laughs> and right, right now, I can hear my mom going, 
I don't need anyone to take care of me. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm really looking forward to it. I bet you are. I got my suitcase out. I got to do some more laundry. So I've got my favorite socks, not just any old socks, but my favorite socks. Oh, I love that. Tell me yeah. about them. They're black. I mean, they just they, nice. they fit good. All my nice. socks are black. A hundred years ago when I played a little bit of tennis, I had some white socks, but I don't anymore. Where did you, I don't think. Did you ever play in Nashville? Play any tennis in Nashville? Yeah. Yeah. Where did you play at? Uh, different places. I played at um, the uh, tennis court over at Montford, which is not there anymore, of course. Okay. I played at the tennis court down at, I don't remember what the name of that park is, at the very end of Vermont and West Asheville. Uh, Malvern Hills. That's the one that I played at. No, not Malvern. Well, I mean, I played at Malvern Hills, too. No, this is at the very end of Vermont, and it's where oh. they do little, they do little league. Yeah, yeah. I was getting ready to say yeah. they have a little. I want to say hummingbird, but hummingbird—that's not it. I don't know what it's been. Anyway, I played now. down there. I played uh, Malvern Hills. I don't know, just wherever there was a city court that I didn't have to pay for, like uh, Aston Park. I've never played there because yeah. you have to be a member and pay money and all that stuff. So oh, even though that. it's the closest one to my house, I, I could I literally walk over there. I don't. Well, there's one on Overlook by T.C. Robertson. No, nah, you know? that's too far for me. I would. I don't think I would have gone that far. Mm. Oh, and I played at the uh, one at Weaver Park up in North Asheville. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen that, and I never played it. I liked playing tennis back in the day. I didn't do it, you know, seriously or anything. I just did it because I enjoyed it. But my brother me too. And I play. Yeah, it was quite I took fun. it as a, as a pardon? I said it was quite fun. Oh, yeah. I took it as a, a PE elective in college. You know, college was so nice because you could have, I took a folk dance class for PE, oh. and then I took a modern dance class for PE. I took a tennis class for PE. Wow. I just uh, I just took stuff that I would like, and I've never been a good tennis player, but back in the day, I was an enthusiastic tennis player. <laughs> I liked playing tennis. I liked playing uh, baseball. And I actually really liked playing football in the casual way, like street football, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm dumb for it, I think, because it's really not a sport for girls. Although I can hear girls all over the country, anybody listening to me going, oh, yeah, sure it is. But Oh, no, I've known lots of uh, big old girls that were good at football. Now, I think I think women can play whatever sport they want to play. I think they can, but in my Why case. Not? Well, yeah, no, my- I, I mean, it's not for me. I'm not a really a sport person, I don't think. Yeah, you know, right. some people, they have what, whatever's going. If it's got a ball with it, they love to do it. But yeah, yeah. I played I- uh basketball in middle school a little bit Mm. and uh tennis i played softball in middle again in middle school or maybe early high school i i was surprisingly good at uh volleyball at volleyball okay yeah surprisingly good but the thing about being a fat girl playing any kind of sport like that Mm -hmm. is that even if you love doing it 
you're going to get a lot of grief. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because you you don't look the right way, and the uniform doesn't fit you the way it fits other people and all that stuff. So it really discourages little fat girls like I was from doing that kind of thing because they just get mocked and belittled. Yeah. Uh, when in reality, if you would leave us alone and just let us have fun and play, we'd probably get more exercise and there wouldn't be little fat girls. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but yeah. yeah. No, but that's it, not the way our culture works, as we no, know. No, it is not the way our culture works. Today, I'm sure you already know, but today is International Women's Day. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I knew it because because me too. I was, <laughs> I saw it and I got the just the shittiest attitude, and I I was trying to figure out well why am I why what's my problem, and but I do I have some problems with it. What are your problems with it? Well, same problems with everything in the damn culture we live in. I guess the whole oh everybody turn your profile on Facebook pink for International Women's Day. Well, you know what <laughs> International Women's Day was t- started by a bunch of socialists who wanted women to have some goddamn rights. Yeah. That's that's what it was started for. It wasn't so that Amazon could sell you makeup, and it wasn't <laughs> so that you could just wear some pink and pretend you're a girl. <laughs> I, uh, it just makes me furious. So one day out of the year, one day, we're going to say, oh, it's International Women's Day. Oh, isn't that right? We just love women. We love women in their place. We love them being quiet and obedient. We love to be able to strip their damn rights away from them. And they just go, oh, well, oh, wellsy pelsy. I guess I'll just go back to the kitchen. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I feel like kick it all down. That's how I feel about it. it, it, They can can call it whatever they want, as far as I'm concerned. But the fact that we have to get singled out to be International Women's Day, it tells you that you don't have any, your rights are being taken advantage of. And because anytime what? they give you a day like that, you know, what, why? What, what you guilty about? Right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's like every damn thing else in capitalism is it's just a chance to sell something. You know, like yeah. President's Day. Oh, well, President's Day ought to be the time when all of us as Americans look as look at what it takes to be a leader in Democratic Republic and to size up the people that are come up and say, does this guy, is this girl any good? Is this guy any good? That's what President's Day ought to be, honoring a couple of presidents that we have some high, high hopes about or good <laughs> thoughts about, whatever. But you know what it's about? Buying new sheets and pillowcases. <laughs> and it just, it's infuriating. Veterans Day. You know, Veterans uh, Day ought to be about us honoring the people who have been served as veterans, served in right. the armed forces. Or at but the no, very least, and, doing some and thought I about what we sell on Veterans Day. Maybe it's when the new cars come out. I don't even know anymore. So, yeah, that's how I feel about International Women's Day, because in other countries, they treat it like it's something sacred and they look at what women don't have and what women do have. And all I can do is look at the Supreme Court that took away American women's autonomy about their bodies. Yeah. And legislatures all over the country taking away more of women's rights and nobody doing a thing about it 
It's like, oh, well, poor girls. I reckon y'all just going to have to fight that battle all over again. Yeah, I'm laughing, but I'm not I laughing know. at you. I'm just no, I, I get it. The, I get it. It's a, it's, I guess it's called a cynical laugh because and the I'm crap laughing. going on in Afghanistan and Iran and just too much. Yeah, it's too much for Mama to deal with today. Yes. Well then, and and it, it's too much to fix in one day. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, and most people are so frantic. You know, and the other thing to mention for our for our local folks, our local listeners, is that the big paper company in Haywood County just announced, yeah, hey, we're closing in June. And, that, and they yeah. announced it on social media and, and the TV and whatever else so that the workers heard it at the same time me and you did. What? So they didn't even they didn't even have the courtesy. They didn't have the common decency to say to them companies in big trouble, we're going to close on this date and we're going to announce it here. Wow. So they just were watching Channel 13 News and went, what? You're going to do what now? So most people in this country <laughs> have so much else to worry about that the idea that women might not have their full quota of rights is pretty low down on the pecking order. Yeah. And it's a shame, but it's the truth. It is the truth, and it is a shame. Yep. You're right about that. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything to add to it because you're right. Anyway, so what um, I said in social media today, and I, I'll say it here too, is that women need to tell their stories, whatever that story is. Tell your story. Tell your mama's story. Tell your grandma's stories. Tell the stories. Tell the stories that it wasn't until 1974 the year that I graduated high school, that a woman could get a credit card in her name without her husband's signature or right. her daddy's signature. Yeah. 1974. And, and, yeah. I, I know. I, I remember, or I don't remember it at the time, but I remember reading an article about it. I would have been 10. Yeah. And, and wouldn't have known about anything like that, most likely. But that's kind of an amazing thought and not in a good way. Yeah, not in a good way at all. Uh, yeah. So are you going to have me up tonight, too? <laughs> I'll be awake tonight going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, say a sentence of my brain, I'll feel my brain. You go, uh-oh. Do I really want to go to the hotel Don't follow the Thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals. WYRD.